Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Hey friends, T.J. and I will be performing at the Brea Improv November 15th through 17th. We'd really like to see as many of you as possible at those shows. At least 10 of the 12 and a half would be much appreciated. Following week, we'll be together again in Cleveland at Hilarities. That's November 21st through 23rd. Then on the 24th, for one night only, we'll be in Detroit at the Comedy Castle. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this hot, tasty, buttery, spicy pod. Boom. Okay, we're back. We're back on Cashing In. It's just, it took I mean, a second to just take a deep breath and kind of recover. Off the air, from you really the, did. Once you stopped the podcast, you went, that's ridiculous. This is devastating. If you please listen to the last episode where TJ brought me a fully, fully loaded, loaded spud. spud. And, um, <laughs> We're in Canada right now. And I'm really hungry. And I, when I opened the box, which was the great reveal at the end of the episode. Uh, great is a strong word. I thought. Great is like fully loaded. I expected to be. I I expected it to be really grandiose and magnificent because I'm hungry too, and it's that is insane. Are you? Did you say anything to him? Did you see it? So I couldn't because we had to get here. And Noah Bronson, who's really funny and is a um, he's sort of the son of the Bronson Empire and helps run the club. He was waiting to get me over here, but I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't say anything. It's almost like sometimes you're so disappointed with a business or a person that you can't even bring yourself to say, I mean, could I actually have said to him, Hey, this is not fully loaded. This spud is, yeah. is, is barely loaded. It's one of the spuds you've split in half and put just a parsity of toppings on and look at the chive to cheese ratio. Mm, devastating. It's devastating. It's devastating. It's devastating. Then the other spud, it looks like you just split it open. And we ever discussed the coal to slaw ratio. I feel like a little too much coal. Sometimes I'm more of a slaw person. I'm going to jump in here and say, uh, what is coal? Coleslaw. I know what coleslaw is. <laughs> what is the coal versus the slaw? Well, I assume it's coal, you know, like coal miners, that kind of thing. It's not, it's not as edible. So I feel like there's too much of that in the coleslaw. It should be more slaw than coal. I have always eaten coleslaw and picked charcoal out of my teeth and gone, what is happening? But it's always at your house. In what world? In what world am I eating coleslaw again at Cash Levy's house and April has baked charcoal into the cabbage? Mayonnaise. I so I, I didn't know what to do because I did open it. Man, I just take a break. Ketchup, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I opened it up. You were just dumbfounded. I was dumbfounded. Yeah, it was. You know what? It was flabbergasting. I would even say again. And please review the previous episode. This man, this adult human man, who has grown for years 
and been given the moral compass to tell the truth. Since he was a child, yeah. He said to me... His destiny was to work there. He said to me at Jungle Gyms in the West Edmonton Mall, he said to to me, oh, I told them extra cheese. Now, please look at the cheese to chive ratio. The cheese should cover the entire side of the baked potato that it is upon. Not only is there not enough cheese to cover the left side of the potato that is to your right, my left, but on the other half of the spud, sorry, the spud, there is foreseeably no cheese. All I see is bacon, chive-ass motherfuckers, and spud. Again, we're seeing... It's a finger food. It's a finger food, really. We're seeing more spud than fully loaded. And I just can't believe it. I can't. I mean, what is? It's economically, it's impossible. Why would you not? It's just a handful of cheese. Yeah. On both sides of the spud to make cash is currently. I'm going to close it. I'm going to close the lid on this chapter. It's making me sad to even look at it. And what part of them thinks? Oh, a side of sour cream. A little. It's going to make up for this. Debacle. It's going to make up for this, this human atrocity. Atrocity. The sheer audacity. audacity of these people. You know what? I want to do an episode with you. We have a lot to catch up on. Lots of And talk uh, let's start it off with the triple banger Bang lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, triple banger lightning round. Question one, question one. And when I saw is someone this do- spud fully loaded. <laughs> well, that's, that's. And when do you move on <laughs> from the fully loaded spuds being. When you have to close the would, lid. Would, would you say that that's barely loaded? Hardly loaded? Is that even a lo- look? Not at- loaded. Yeah. Is that even a loaded spud? Yeah, it's not loaded. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I would ever say this in my life. But fuck you, Jungle Gems of the West Edmonton Mall. You fucked us on the spuds, and we're fucking you on the podcast. <laughs> Question one: What's more emasculating, uh, walking a a poodle on a leash or walking a cat on a leash? Because I saw someone walking over to the show last night as I was walking over to the show, and they were taking a stroll with their cat, and it was on a leash. And it was this big masculine guy. And I thought to myself... But was the cat masculine? The cat looked just a regular cat. Cat had a full harness on. Because you can't just do a neck leash on a cat. you got to do the full harness, including the tail. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but it's a plastic bag and the cat will die. Uh, I don't let it out of the bag. Um, it was one of the most emasculating things I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. The only thing more emasculating is if the poodle is walking you on a leash. Yeah. You know, if you have a leash on and you're sort of crawling around and the poodle's like... Now, if you're walking a pig, there's a guy that walks a pig near where I live. That's I not. Love, that's fine. Well, have we talked about this? Yeah, I, I love a pig. Yeah, I'm. I really believe that I'd like to retire to Sag Harbor in New York and walk, walk pigs. Have a pig walking service once that takes no, off. I just. I want to buy a pig, and I want the pig, the hog. It'll become a hog to be my best friend. Because I would just love to 
snuggle up against a hog watching television because they're really <laughs> smart, so they can. Yeah, that's what I've always wanted. I took my kids to a, a, a Cubs game, and before the game, well, I think a cat. I mean, yeah, you know, a cat. Okay, get some outdoor. I think so too. I took my kids to a Cub game, and before the game, the guy that was thrown out the first pitch was. Uh, uh, they announced that he had scaled all seven peaks, uh, you know, all seven uh, peaks on each continent, the tallest peaks. So, you know, uh, Everest and, uh, you know, Denali and uh, all the seven peaks. And he also was the only guy to have done this in the same year and uh, skied the North and South Pole in the same year. That's pretty impressive, right? Yeah, that's that's like everyone had the utmost respect for this guy. So everyone's standing and cheering, and he's about to throw out the first pitch. Everyone's thinking, "God, this guy! How could anyone do this in one year? The Seven Peaks and the North and South Pole. How could he even think to do such a thing?" And he threw out the first pitch, and his throw looked like a someone that maybe had just was trying to work his way into getting used to a prosthetic limb. Sure, get and, a dog about. Yeah, and 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 the you just said and yes the, to nonsense. I don't know. I don't know. And then it looked like a a wet. He was he was like he was, he was like shot what? putting a that wet hot like dog. What? You're gonna be like sure. Give a dog about. No, I just was like, trying to get yep. to the. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just tried to get to the point where the ball just flew off so far to the side. It was such a sad throw. It is a sad thing to see. Everybody that. felt. I've never seen one man emasculated on that level publicly in front of 45,000 people or whatever. There was an audible groan. People are like, oh. I mean, it, you went from thinking this guy is the most uh, macho guy. In the, and then, the, you know, the 900-pound the guy behind me that had just drank a 12-pack of beer who probably couldn't walk up a flight of stairs was that like. was me. I was, was like, like, yeah, yeah, was I like I'm just saying that that guy behind me was like, oh, I could have done that, pussy. Right? Yeah. I mean, he was just like. I could have done that. He was. You know, you know, so, so I was thinking. What I'm about to say is going to get me kicked off of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you got a guy behind you being like, this guy just scaled how many mountains, you say? Seven Three. of the biggest peaks in the Seven world. Seven of the biggest yeah. peaks in the world. And you got a guy behind you going, fag. Right, right. Really? Yeah. So what I'm saying, though, is <sighs> what, what I don't understand is if, if someone asks you to throw out the first pitch. And there's nothing wrong with not having a good throwing motion or not being able to throw well. You might have played different sports growing up or no sports at all. It doesn't matter. But don't publicly humiliate yourself on that level. If someone asked you to sing the national anthem, you didn't know the lyrics, you would say no. Humiliate yourself because that is. That's you a, would say no, that's right? Horton humiliates yourself. <laughs> but the crowd was like, oh, it was just such a fight. I've never seen anyone. Did, okay, so if you really want to. He basically, they might as well have walked out to the mine and just lopped his penis off publicly. I don't think that's quite analogous. I'm not sure. But what if he thought, okay, maybe I'll actually throw. I mean, that's a big honor, right? To be asked. Totally. Him. But yeah, you just don't want to... If you know that you throw... Again, I'll be kicked off of Saturday Night Live for this. If you know you throw like a girl, don't do that, right? You just exactly. don't publicly throw. If you if you don't know the lyrics to the National Anthem, don't sing the National Anthem. If you don't know... Like, people ask you to do things. You don't have to say yes to everything. If you haven't had sex... Because people will notice. If you haven't had sex with a girl, don't try and have sex with a girl just remain celibate for the rest of your life and become a, a, a priestess uh anyway i uh i that that's one thing that happened in the world yeah in the world and i was there for it um 
Triple Anger Lightning Round. Question, question two. two. Question two. two. Uh, I was I was drinking something that said it, it, the ingredients were the essence of wild berries. He says wearing a hoodie that says Lair of the Bear, <laughs> 1949. Yeah. The essence of berries. What would the essence... I mean, I don't know what that is. That's not an ingredient. That's pretty vague for a... Oh, yeah. What's, that, that's a way to say... Uh, you know, yellow number four. Right. I mean, what is just... the essence of this podcast? If you're sitting at home now with a cold seltzer water with the essence of cashing in with TJ Miller, you are fucking insane. You need to go <laughs> to a doctor are... for help. <laughs> yeah, you are essence, holding. I love the essence of something. I mean, it, right. And, and perfumes are always like that. The essence of pure lust. And you're like, what is that? Yeah, I, I, I think we have Fireball? the fireball. I think we have the essence of ladles on the it's show. It's a big old lopped off dick from a failed pitch in a <laughs> baseball game. <laughs> Let's take a quick break to talk about Mint Mobile. Are you still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019? Have you asked yourself what you're paying for? I'll tell you what you're paying for. Expensive retail locations and stores, inflated prices, hidden fees. You're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. This is where Mint Mobile enters the equation. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. I like saving money, and I like not getting taken advantage of. That seems like a great combo. That, my friends, is Mint Mobile. That's what they bring to the table. And this is the way things will be done in the future, let me tell you. In the future, no one will have retail locations, and it will be cheaper as a result. We also won't have to eat. We'll just take a food pill. It will be that much more efficient. I don't know about the food pill thing, but I do know Mint Mobile will have supplanted the big wireless providers because their model makes a ton of sense. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Use your own phone. With any Mint Mobile plan, keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. So, to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash cashing in. That's mintmobile.com slash cashing in. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash cashing in. <laughs> um, let's do some where were you? Because we, 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 I want to get to all the topics today. We have to a lot to talk about. Uh, a lot to catch up on. A lot to catch up on. We're in, um, we're in Edmonton. Uh, we were talking about... Just outside of Marin County. Yeah. We were talking last night about how we think it's strange that um, 
when they're trying to give a gift to a group of people that have been persecuted in some way, invariably they usually give them a casino. Um, it seems like a strange gift. Like, let's give you a gift that makes other people sad. Hey, we we feel bad about what we did we to you. Kinda, we give you an, a we place. We sold your land and killed most of your people. How about if you had a bingo hall? Yeah. What if you could make money off of alcoholic, <laughs> hopeless people? Let's set that up for you. No dice. You mean I can't have it? No, just no craps. It's too too much of a house advantage against the house. You have all the penny slots you want. You can just watch these white people want to kill themselves every night as you profit. Yeah, you're kind of there. giving people something that makes them... Mildly unhappy, usually. It's very right? strange, yeah. And, I mean, mildly unhappy? How many... What do you think the percentage of people that walk out of a... Casino? Are like, yeah! Yeah, it's... Uh, what do you think? Really? It's Actual about the equivalent of people that feel happy after they watch an hour of YouTube. Right? Or the people that watch uh, three and a half minutes of YouPorn. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, we we really haven't talked about pornography on the the show. I just think there's nothing good about it. I don't think it does anything for anybody, even the people that are making money off of it. I think it's not that it should be outlawed. It's just like, I just, and it used to be almost a type of filmmaking, mm-hmm. you know? Well, the, the actors and actresses used to be married. Yeah, they were always... And it was just you, filming you their love. That, yeah, yeah, it was, it was just true. filming their lovemaking. It was love film. Yeah, and it was really quite beautiful to watch two people who care so deeply about each other express their passion and their love. And now, to the point it's of cli- been sullied. To the point of climax all over the woman's upper torso. Well, that came yeah. later. Before, it was, it was you know, you'd actually get to watch the... The love, the, 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 the creation, caressing... The creation, the creation of process. life. Yeah, the creation exactly. of life. <laughs> Right, and now that's when I was a kid. That's what it was like. I stopped watching porn when the one time I was watching it, uh, I got old enough where I had to put on my uh, reading glasses to see it a little bit better. And I thought, now this is creepy. I'm not going to ever do this again. It's gotten creepy. Yeah, when you have to hold the laptop <laughs> you have to... as far away from your <laughs> when you're doing this when you're trying like a menu. You you have to like turn a menu. on the light you on your reading phone. glasses. You got, you got the light on your phone going. I don't. Which, which one is which? I, I can't tell. Is that a, a slightly overweight man? Is that is that a woman an Asian fellow? What? Is, and then kicked off from us. That's like a mix. Of, that time. voice was like a mix between uh, Ronald Reagan yeah. and somebody hey, else. Hey, well, hey, I, I guess me and Nancy are going to watch some. Yeah. Uh, are those nipples or eyes? In the Oval <laughs> Office. Uh, that, go to the Oval Office and... That man has come eyes. Come on, mommy. That uh, man has eyes on his, <laughs> on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> I got... He's got two heads of hair. What are those? Never got, seen those before. He's got two heads of hair. Never seen those before. It's a, it's a trickle-down cum shot. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. It does not... I You know... I think public service announcement-wise, if we could tell people to not... You don't end up feeling great afterwards. What is it doing for anybody? And then I remembered, because I'm trying to write a bit about this, 
I remembered that when I was very young, I mean, not, you know, what, I guess it would have been eight years ago, ten years ago. Somebody sent me a video as a joke of a woman being... Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to split hairs. She she was being fucked by a horse. Yeah, that's and not then she gave fellatio to the horse. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's not. And the horse ejaculated in her mouth. Yeah, that's yeah. And I, that wasn't just, a positive. I don't yeah. like that person for doing yeah. that. I don't. Yeah. Not only is that not something anyone needs to see, it is truly. That's an invasion. Of, you can't un. See it. I mean, yeah. you know, we make that joke about yeah. like you can't unsee that. You just can't. I mean, even as I talk about it right now, I remember exactly frame by frame what that is. And my biggest problem is, I was born at a time where there wasn't the internet. So, your kids, people who have been born and all they know is the internet, have not just seen that video. They've seen fifty or a hundred videos. I. I just simply cannot. I've got a crazy story about that. I was at a party in San Francisco. A bunch of comedians were throwing a party. For a second, I thought you were going to be like, crazy story. I was fucking a horse. No, I was at a party in in San Francisco, and the comedians were watching a video. This is before really the internet was. I don't even know if it was on the internet. It might have been a a videotape or something in somebody's. Uh, in the main room of the party. And I walked in, and a bunch of comedians were there. Some of them I think you probably know. Well, go ahead and name them. No, I just don't want to. The whole thing, (laughs) it's so disturbing. I walked in, and they were watching these videos of, of, there's one video in particular where a guy killed himself. He shot himself in the head, and they showed the entire thing. And I was like, and I just just left the party. I was just like, that's the biggest bummer. I just go, how come... How come this happened? I think I said that. I go, how, how did this happen where we ended up watching this? I'm gonna, and then I just kind of left. And, but I can't unsee it. I never wanted to see it. It was an invasion of how do you, how do you show that at a party? I don't know what kind, that's not a great party. Well, think, not a great party. Yeah, yeah. You're not, people aren't uh, walking away from that party being like, oh, God, I can't not miss Jill's yeah, birthday. Yeah, next that's year. terrible. But with regards to it shows how dark comedians can get, and that's why you have to be real careful about comedians. Somebody sent me, but you uh, got to be careful somebody, about which friends you I, choose because it can get dark. Somebody I didn't even know said, "Oh man, you know there are these videos online of men cutting their dicks off." Yeah, that's not. And I said, "What? Why? How did you? Why would who the?" The questions couldn't even come out. And then they said, and I saw a video of a man chopping his dick off. You didn't see his face or anything. It just was an actual self-castration. And I'm like, I don't, it really does make you feel like, I don't know what we're doing. What, what are we, well, where, not only where are we, just like, it's what did you say when you left the party? How did this happen? Yeah, that's it. It's just like how did this? Happen? Who thought that was a good idea? Of course, there's enough people. Now, here's the interesting thing about porn. What surprises me about it is how unnecessary it is. I assume and now we're I'm all remembering I assume, vividly that castration. Yeah, he really I assume I assume, cut his own dick off with a with a. Um, 
A knife. <laughs> a knife. I feel like now we're doing least, this to people least, that are listening. At they're least like, get a good pair of scissors. I feel like we're we're now doing this to people that are listening. They're like, we didn't want to hear this. Either. Yeah, yeah. But let me just say about the porn thing before we move on to happier topics. The thing that confuses me about porn is I assume we're all uh, horny enough uh, anyway to just sort of remember things or fantasize about things without any of that. So. I, it doesn't make much sense that 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 industry would even exist. I mean, um, I'm. I mean, <sighs> go ahead. I. I mean, I. Go on now. Fully loaded. Spud. I'm always fully loaded. That's all I'm saying. I mean, like it's it's always ready to go off. It's because it's it's so like it's not that hard to just think about something and 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 that gives you. I mean, are we? I'm not anti-masturbation for God's sake. I think it's probably a positive thing in the universe. Don't you think? So a guy, I, I guess it was, I don't know, it was like a, it must have been like a fan. It was like a stranger, and uh, he was drinking, and I was drinking, and he said something like, well, I really like that gaping stuff. And I said, what? And he goes, you know, the gaping holes. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. This is when... <laughs> this, this is gonna make me. I mean, become, I, I don't know if I can this handle this. This has become the worst podcast. This has been so. Made. I mean, we went from spuds and loading spuds, and fully, then this is a fully loaded anus. Oh god! See, I can't do it. Let's not do but it. Let's not even it, talk about it. I can't do it. There was too much already. <coughs> it's making me sick. <coughs> yeah, I, I, we can't if, do it. Let's not do it. If if you're, where have we landed? As human beings, if you're telling somebody you barely know that you like gaping pornography, yeah, no, let's not even, yeah, and you can't. Yeah. So, well, let's move it along to practical living in a modern age. How about okay. that? One of them is this is more positive. Never do a podcast about <laughs> gaping pornography. Okay. Don't look it up. I don't want to know what it is. Don't tell me. There was too much already this episode. We're going to move it on to practical living in a modern age. In an inefficient and out of date way, we bring you. Practical living in the modern age. Um, you know, we sat... If you're going to t- gape, gape with the essence of berries. <laughs> the essence of berries. Uh, we're going to move on. Va- by the way, that's this, a vaping joke. Yeah. I, um, practical living in the modern age. You know, we sat in somebody's seats at that Cubs game. The kids and I uh, just grabbed three seats. And somebody came in like the sixth inning and it was their seats. Okay. And they said, hey, these are our seats. And they had their ticket stubs. Well, I said to them, I said to them, um, at this point, I feel like these are our seats. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, it's sort of like. You really did say that? I go, these are sort of like. The sheer audacity. I said, I go, I go, they're sort of like, these are a common law seats. You know what I mean? Like, it's sort of the same concept. Like, if you've sat in some seats long enough, they're yours. You can't show up in the sixth inning of a baseball game and keep your seats. Would you have given you it up if late. it was the fourth inning? About the fourth, maybe the third, depending on how much scoring had happened. If it's nothing, nothing, and not much has happened, then definitely the fourth. But a lot had happened. Your moral a lot had happened. just in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> but do you like the idea of common law seats? Really? Yeah, common law seats. It. Right? Common well, law marriage to, is an interesting thing. I, I love to. I mean, I don't know if you went this far with them, but I love the idea that you would say to them sort of, do you think that you deserve these seats? It's like, 
Do you feel like we should give up our seats for you after no, you showed up? More, do you feel these are more your seats than our yeah. seats? They've yeah. been warmed by our bottoms it's for like, six it's innings. It's like a stepfather who's like, I, <laughs> I raised this kid. Yeah, this exactly. Kid. It's, I don't know if I've talked about this at all in the past, but it's like saying this is a fully loaded spot. <laughs> yeah. And it arrives and you look at the waiting room. Do you think this is a fully loaded spud? <laughs> this is the essence of a spud that's fully loaded. This is the essence of a fully loaded spud. Oh, oh, really? Is it a goddamn French fry with ketchup and urine on it, you piece of shit? Did you take your ass to the garage and fucking fix yourself? <laughs> I was uh, I was on this ship, and we um, one of the ports was uh, we, we went to China. And uh, this is going somewhere. Trust let's not, me. Hey, let's not and, do this on the podcast. Yeah. I'm going to get fired from SNL. No, uh, I yeah, I know. I know. People. I know. So my friend and I, South Africa. <laughs> my friend and I got off the ship. We were late for that. For I'm that port. Chinese, eh? Eh? I'm Chinese in Edmonton, eh? Eh? What a boot it! <laughs> Wait, what is that? That was a Chinese person doing a Canadian accent oh. trying to get me kicked off of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Let's take a quick break so I can tell you about our sponsor, Mac Weldon. For the last few months, I've been telling you about Mac Weldon and all the great stuff they've sent me. And it's really become one of my favorite fringe benefits of doing this podcast been wearing the sweats they sent me all the time they're so comfortable the only thing i wear when i fly now i mean i do have other clothes on i've got the donkey and the jeff shirt up top but down below got the mac weldon sweats two of the pockets on the sweats have zippers and i think pockets without zippers are useless zipperless pockets Make a promise to hold your stuff, and they don't deliver that promise. I'm always angry at my pockets. Don't be angry at your pockets. Get some Mack Weldon sweats. Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, simple shopping. What's better than simple shopping? It takes five minutes to order this stuff. And in a perfect world, they'll be supplying my entire wardrobe because I hate to shop. Not only do their socks and shirts look good, they perform well, too. It's good for working out, going to work, going on dates, everyday life. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you. No questions asked. So, for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code CASHINGIN. That's 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com, enter promo code cashing in. Mac Weldon, custom fit. That's not their slogan. I just finally had a good place to use that phrase. Custom fit. Comedians tell jokes. Yeah. I, I almost think that's the explanation for this kind of stuff. You say, if we've offended anyone on this podcast over the last years, we're trying to entertain and tell jokes. And sometimes there's a line that you inadvertently cross, but nobody's trying to hurt anybody. I don't want to jump in here and, and sort of call back or do a throwback or anything yeah. like that. But, uh, throwback to a callback. Mm-hmm. I don't want to throw back to a callback. Yeah. I want to call forward to a, a throw forward. And I, um, but these are common law jokes. These are common law jokes. And, uh, 
you know, we're not sitting here trying to fully load a spud that is barely loaded. <laughs> we're trying to fully load your spud. <laughs> so I just, I'll I just, can't, you know, if it was up to me, and it's not, yeah. actually it is. If it was up to me tonight, both shows in yeah. Edmonton, yeah. I would only talk talk about the spud take it on stage fully loaded I, spud. I would i would pay you to see that i would pay you would pay me to see that yeah i'll, I'll pay you i want to see you do what we just did on I the po- last podcast for 30 tape it and then watch do it an entire show and i turn to you when it's done i go you owe me 35 dollars <laughs> is that gonna be and worth you it? go canadian <laughs> I want you to go on stage and make that story as long as you can. I would do it. I'm, i got to finish the story because it's so... I, I yeah, shouldn't have even told it. Sorry. It's not even a big story. It's just that uh, we were late getting into this port, and so we didn't bring any luggage or clothing. It's on the so it was just ship, me right? and my friend, yeah. Me and my friend, and we were in this China for five or six days, and we had no belongings. In this belongings. China? We were in China. We're uh, in Gangzhou, which is, I don't know if they've changed the okay. name. Hey, Formerly Canton. I don't know if you're listening, but he just got kicked off of Saturday Night Live. Right, right. Because I said, so we went into China. We, we had no belongings. We All we had was our passports and our clothing. And it was disgusting. It was in the summertime. It was 98 degrees outside. It was very humid. So we started to like... We'd switch clothing, but that didn't help. We'd just like have to swim in our clothes. We'd take showers in our clothes. Was, so then we started smoking. help? It didn't help at all. We just switched clothes because it was embarrassing. We were wearing the same thing every day, so we switched clothes. But my friend's about, I don't know, he's like 6'2 and like uh, much heavier than I am. You know, he's much stronger. So he he had, my clothes were really big sometimes. But it was weird because we were going five days with the same people. It was a traveling group. And they were like, why are these guys always wearing the same clothes or each other's clothes? Eventually someone said something. They're like, you guys reek so badly. We don't know what to do. So we started smoking cigars. And I was just, the story is just that we were the essence of cigars at that point. Cigar sweat. That's all we did was, ma- we thought it might mask our smell, but really our smell was just cigar sweat. And I don't even know why I told you that story. Well, I'll tell you, sometimes I'm like, hmm. I'm okay. Like I didn't drink during the show. I'm like I don't really need it. But then I, I'm concerned that my breath is bad, and I have to do these VIP meets. So I'll drink some whiskey to sort of make my breath smell like whiskey instead of just sadness. And uh, then at the end of the thing, I re- realized that doesn't smell better. Really, no one is like mm, you smell like my creepy uncle. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's the best I could do, trying to make your to story the cigar essence story. Right, exactly. <laughs> the essence of cigar. Um, let's move on to tiny opinions. Okay. Because... We have maskers also. Yeah, and then we'll do some maskers, but um, do some tiny opinions. Though they are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. Um, I got a tiny opinion. Um, you know I'm frustrated with the other parents, like... It's weird having kids because you're thrust together with these other people. Yeah. You have nothing in common, uh, other you know. You're yeah, like, what we, and we're, thre- we're supposed to be friends. Spud is just a regular spud. You are wondering why this yeah. regular spud and is you're like, what are we to be fully loaded? Yeah. What do we have in common? None of us wore a condom. That's basically the only thing we have in common. Now we're thrust together. None of us wore a condom. So we had kids, and now we're and thrust together. Wearing, if you're, you're wearing, supposed to bond. If the two of you are wearing condoms and you French kiss. 
Are you even kissing? I I don't know. That's a good question. Um, what frustrates me about it is then you you end up trying to pass the time because there's too much small talk with these other families, and you play games. And each family has their own um, way of playing games. And I don't think that's right. The game has rules. So, so one family would be like, you know, we play Marco Polo differently. We do it with our eyes open uh, on land. And you say, well, yeah, that's, that's called, yeah, that's <laughs> called tag, you know. Or we, we play chess. We, uh, we play chess. We, we play differently. The rooks are queens. The kings are knights. And we don't use pawns. And we help, get to play twice. I'm going to help you out here because yeah. uh, you had a great, that was a home run. <laughs> On the Marco Polo yeah. with your eyes open on Landis yeah. tag. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just help you out here because you're okay. one of my great friends. Uh, you you could have gone the route of we play chess, but all the pieces are the same and they're either black or red. <laughs> and we hop over each other. Oh, see? That's why we're talking because you're right. a better joke writer than I am. Not even. What's no. the third one? No. You have to have the third example. Uh the third one, I, was um, it? it's got to be a three strike. Well, I just, I, yeah, the third one is just that you can't do that in regular life. You can't go, it's not going to work for these people when they get to college. Like, oh, you know so what? You've completely dropped the game. I dropped the games. I just go, it's not going to work in life. You know, uh, you know, D's I have a couple of jokes like that where I'm like, let's, I don't have a second. I don't have a, yeah. Example. But, but D's are, you know, Here's where, we, where right? I'm from, D's are A's. So I'm, um, yeah, when we play Monopoly, yeah, free parking, uh, means that you get to live in our garage. Okay, that's good. Okay, I'm going to do those three. But how about this? Then you finish it by saying, you can't do that in real life. When, you know? we, when we play the game of life, <laughs> we just actually, at the end of our lives, sort of recount who had the best life. <laughs> yeah. When we play Yahtzee, if somebody wins, you yell, shoots and ladders! <laughs> I just gave you a dollar, but in our family, that's worth a hundred. Exactly. So go buy yourself something. We do shoots and ladders, but it's just ladders. So you make your way to the top of the board, and then <laughs> nothing happens. This is the end of the game. We play dice, uh, but we we do it with marbles. So it's there's really unlimited sides. And we play unlimited marbles, sides. But we do it with uh, chess pieces. Yeah. And when we play checkers. We jump over each other uh, in a leapfrog fashion. We play sorry, but we call it uh, no regrets. Ah! That's the one. <laughs> what is this? It's the, uh, the Brubaker clap. It's the Brubaker clap. <laughs> uh, any we other? We play point? sorry, yeah. but it's no regrets. That's the best one. Yeah, there's nothing better than that. You want to go bowling with us? Just asking. <laughs> That's the end of it. Okay. We well, it's because we play hey, let's, exactly as regulation <laughs> rules indicate. Let's do some maskers. What do you think? Because I, I we love, love your maskers, and we have we don't do them enough. Like eighty-five percent of superheroes, this is maskers. In fact, we should our next episode. We should just do all maskers because we're you know we're really. I don't Maybe. think we have enough, though. So, Do we? Um, Let NL mm-hmm. writes, StudioVinkel.nl backslash news brief mm-hmm. 
Hashtag specials, hashtag news brief, hashtag Dutch design, hashtag art, hashtag kunst, hashtag story tiles, hashtag porcelain, hashtag studio winkel, hashtag newsletter, hashtag birds, hashtag studio job, hashtag studio roof, hashtag desblau, hashtag design, hashtag maskers. This is a good one, yeah. Hashtag mask, hashtag interior styling, hashtag... Home Deco. So, um, you know, we do podcasts differently. We just talk about uh, loaded uh, spuds. We do the spuds. For whole episodes. Pandora yeah. Feast and Fun Shop writes, Exoluc, Villeneuve, hashtag Halloween with the pumpkin emoji, Decorative met Licht, Glued and Bewingen, and hashtag Maskers Bienen, Gielen. Ghost emoji at Pandora Entertainment Pandora Feast and Fun Shop. So this has been really fruitful. Um, DJ Raw Shark, who actually I I actually love I love DJ Raw Shark. Writes, why don't we say this is so good? Did you read this one? Why don't no. we say people in brick houses should throw stones? Hmm, that is a good one. I love that. I would love. You know, because it's also a really weird, pretentious, backwards thing to say. Like, you know what? People in brick houses should throw stones. And then you walk away. Or if someone says, don't throw so- stones, you could say, well, I live in a brick house, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people that in could be your houses accent. shouldn't throw stones. You go, well, I live in a fucking brick house. Yeah. It's really very little glass. So you, you, you better fully load that spud. Bradford. Take, take your dick out for a ride. <laughs> Bradford Elliott writes, uh, what kind of breakfast cereal do you think Billy the Kid would enjoy? No options? No, he didn't give options. <laughs> um, I guess, uh, what's what's the life cereal one that's like, be like Mike or something? Um, no, that's, be like Mike, that's Gatorade, right? What's the, guy, what's the guy's name? <laughs> Bradford? Yeah, fuck you, Bradford. <laughs> no, we know Br- Bradford's a good guy, um, but we yeah, don't know the answer to that. Options. They didn't what's have breakfast name? cereals Billy back then, the did kid. they? When did know. they invent breakfast cereal? I don't know. Maggots and Rattlesnake? Cheeks1944 writes, Are women who don't shave their armpits just growing out their shoulder beards? Hmm. I would think arm beards. Shoulder beard feels like you've yeah, got kind of hairy shoulders, top, but yeah. your arm beard, that would be right there. Underarm beards. Underarm beards. Uh, Tor- upper ca- torso beards. Upper cave beards. No, I don't know why you cave a into it, Well, really. it's sort of a... Upper... <laughs> I like upper arm beards. <laughs> upper arm like beards. Voning gone truming writes, Druk Bexig... In hashtag Amsterdam met on Trumien in ein Hus va Hednogstinkt. Hashtag ba hashtag Huwangen. Hashtag Glucken Hebevi. I'm not making any of this up by the way. Hashtag mask. How could how could you? Alavurin net plevering at Capital de Paispais. And I just think Again, underarm beards. I think it's a little. I like fire, it. But yeah. Hey, why is there? This is Rob Kelly. He writes, uh, "Why is there no key in key lime pie?" Wonder if Rob's been looking for the key. 
as he eats the pie. Well, what is it? There's the uh, the New Orleans king cake, and they have a little baby in it. And I've always wondered how many people have choked and died on that tiny little plastic baby. But it would be interesting, yeah. I mean, and or how many times has key lime pie been the way that somebody broke out of prison? Because mm. their wife brought them a key lime a key pie. Lime a pie. Key. Nice. I like it. I don't. My, my, but I did say it. <laughs> you got to own it. My, uh, you're the one that saved the uh, the games joke. Yeah. So, you know. No, one, you, no, you no. Get... You saved the games joke. With the, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Cousin M writes, can you throw a lamp at someone if you want them to lighten up? Yeah. And that might actually be a really funny way to be violent. You know, just throw a lamp, say lighten up, and they throw back a, a key lime It's going to be a Nerf lamp. There should be Nerf lamps. So you can, if what? everything in the house was Nerf based. You could throw everything at each other. Yeah? Well, all bets would be off when you get in an argument. You could save a lot of money on uh, Nerf uh, plates. You know, women in the 40s used to smash plates. Why isn't everything plates? made out of Nerf? The world would be a lot less dangerous. You know, they used to call me in college. Old Nerf Dick. <laughs> that Trino, one I know. Javier Segovia II writes Saltines, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. That is so funny, but I don't know what he means. Wait, say it again. Say it again. Saltines, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Well, does it's, he mean that things you would always put things, put things on, on them? Yeah. Yeah, but I eat saltines straight. I have a joke about it. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I. I a lot think, of people put stuff. I on I think them. saltines are the bride. You think a lot of people put stuff on them? Yeah, I do. What would you put on a saltine? Um, other saltines. <laughs> now cheese, right? I'll take it. Don't people put that's cheese? That's a on? fully loaded spud. <laughs> that's a fully loaded spud. Um, now, who's putting cheese on a saltine? Come on, put it on triscuits. Snail trailing says. And I love snail trailing. Yeah. Such a bizarre Twitter account. Yeah. The bio is, I love searching for hidden treasures while hiking like snails. This Twitter account is just to post my Instagram pics and maskers. So this is an actual social media account. And this is what social media should be for. Yeah. This is a social media account just to post pictures of snails. <laughs> And questions for this esoteric <laughs> podcast. And this guy's got eight followers. Or this lady's, I mean, following 38, eight people are looking at pictures of snails and tracking. And we're two of them, right? The masker's questions. I, I mean, I'm following right now. Now they have nine. But they are following. Let's see who, who's actually following. David Sedaris out of context, Simone Johnson, Ghosts and Tokes, Willie Cruz the Comedian, The Slingsta, Max Z, member of the 12 and a half, mm-hmm. we love you Max, mm-hmm. Francis, Grim and Dusty, and not so slim shitty Vinnie Beetle, who I love, I'm a huge fan, but Snail Trailing, amazing, so Snail Trailing says, do sperm whales eat semen? We may have done this one. Maybe. Seamen. Mm. Yeah, we did that one. Very clever yeah. pun. 
Yeah. Well, here's another one. Uh, black, so. black. I, know, I, but I think to answer it, yes. I think yes. So. Black chicken salad writes: Should a pun with multiple layers of humor be called a punion? Let's peel back hmm. the uh, layers to that joke. I thought it was going to be a um, <laughs> a punion. Okay, here's one. Yeah, I like that. If a um, if a very quick pun that interrupts your train of thought or broadcast has many layers to it, is that a seven layer blip? <laughs> Take me home, mom. I'm dead. <laughs> That's my new daddy came home for Christmas. Daddy came home for Christmas. Take me home, mom. I'm dead. I love it when people come up to me after a show and they have a weird sort of handle on Twitter and they're like, they come up to me and they're like, hey, I'm snail trailing. You know, like, and I meet them for the first time. It's always exciting like, hey, for me. Listen, I'm A.A. Ron J. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I tweeted you two and a half months ago and I was the one that said, uh, picky, picky Pokemon, who did the worst? You know? Yeah, yeah. And we just It's exciting. Do, I don't know. I always know the 12 and a half when they're coming up because they always have a good vibe. If, yeah, Kate's... We've talked about this. Kate just... Hates every fan except for the twelve and a half. If there's like if there's like six twelve and a halfers in the crowd, um, it's and it's show. and it's even like a two hundred three hundred seater, I can feel the difference because I feel like um, it's a good show. It's yeah. Nicholas yeah. in Iowa writes: If you have a friend named Todd, is toddler a cool nickname for him? Okay, no. so it's not. And I have a friend. In fact, that guy who did the um, we were the essence of. Um, you know, of cigars on that trip. Uh, I was traveling with a guy named Todd, who some people call Toddler. And uh, I know that's not a great nickname. So we called him the Cat instead. Like, we called he's, him. Because he's quick. Fully loaded spud. <laughs> you should have a positive nickname. Now Wasn't there the- someone in the crowd the other night that had sort of a negative nickname? And it was sort of like, uh, you don't allow that. Don't allow someone to have a derogatory nickname for you and let that go for a while. Right. Make sure your nickname is Nick Positive. Exactly. And, exactly. Uh, Natagek. People love these, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone listening right now is like, yeah, read, read another Danish one. You fucking asshole. Well, it's not Danish. Uh, Natagek works or lives in Zonstad. Eins in der Week have we ladies' night and morgen sie bepalen what we can do. Hashtag masters, hashtag peel off. Trauk mean gesagt wohl gismeld sollt die utlig van gus. Even laten drogen are abflucken and trekken. Al min rimples sin veg. Hashtag nuit mia. Emoji with the crying laughter. Emoji with the oh my god. Emoji <laughs> with the crying sadness. I mean, it's 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 really hard to understand those. It really is. <laughs> At Ghost and Tokes, who we also yeah. just love. Hashtag maskers. A stranger approaches you and asks to try on a part of your outfit. Where would you draw the line? Oh, that's a good one. Jacket. Okay, so jacket's fine. Shoes. Shoes. I don't mind. 
If they I have socks on. They have so- if they have socks on. I know. That's, that's where I would go. Really? Shirt. Do you have another shirt underneath? I'm not going to give a man the shirt off my own back. You're not going to give a guy. In a poker game. You're not going to give a man Hat. your pants. Hat's fine. Hat is. That's the one that's I do. Fine. More than yeah. a jacket. I go, hey, you know, try the hat on. Pants. No pants. No. I like a lot of people put my pants on. But swimsuit I'm good with. Take your goddamn pants off. Someone can use Take my Take my pants off your legs. You can use my swimsuit. Really? Yeah, because you're wet. doesn't make any difference to me. I've never been comfortable with that. Wig? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a wig. I'm not sure how, how I think if work. somebody says, hey, can I try on your wig? You're like, yeah, you know it's a wig, so go ahead and... Genital piercing. No can do. Not mm, ideal. Not ideal. Not ideal. Um, I love that, though. I love I love a jacket. I think jackets. If you had good. earrings, would you let people use them? No. How about your watch? Would you let people wear your watch? If you trusted, they wouldn't take uh, it. They seem trustworthy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would Quick, do that. I could, quicker to the watch than anything else. Quicker to the watch than the hat. I, I do hats all the time. You lend out stocking caps when you're taking a walk or something. When you're caroling with uh, unprepared goggles, let people with, use when my you're goggles. With unprepared holiday enthusiasts. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will have a fully loaded spud. We have a whole like closet of jackets that we lend out when people want to hang out on our deck. Stefan Postulart yeah. writes, So cool. Hashtag masters. Hashtag quitbachheit. Hashtag andavist. And then this is what he retweeted. An inspiring message from John J. Sosa Aguilar about Yonkers MBK. One more. One more. Oh. Is this really for us? Is this really a podcast listener? Yeah. That send us this? Send masters. This is something that has to be from a Danish person. <laughs> Some Danish <laughs> Stefan Postulart doesn't even say where he lives. He just he's a docent in Project Lita, Berospandenvik's Tal Getvabaken Yat an Op. Yeah, he lives in the Netherlands. <laughs> Because hashtag maskers is like trending to him. He's like, oh, I know. here's the thing about masks. That's so crazy to me. He's a potato that's not, he's fully a spud loaded. that's not fully loaded. Ottawa Vincent Boosens. We get more. I know. We get I more know. mistaken masks. Let me give you this one. one. She writes, yeep. Lechike Evaring Bell Maskers. 
So she's trying to say, hey, guys, maskers, because yeah. yeah. she tagged us. Camila, you, sir, should... This is what she quoted. Camila, you, sir, should unmask. Stranger, indeed. Casilda, indeed it's time. We have all laid aside disguise but you. Stranger, I wear no mask. Camilla, terrified, aside to Casilda. No mask? No mask! What if the entire podcast is people not really I understanding would, what, what we're doing? Every like every single listener, the twelve and a half are from the Netherlands, <laughs> and they don't even and and they just like they don't understand what we're doing. One more, DJ Raw Shark writes: If we you if you use Crisco as a lubricant whilst pleasuring yourself, is that master baking? Oh, I love that one. Yes, and I think it's whilst, not whilst. I lo- the, the reason I like this question is the word whilst. But you think it's pronounced whilst? Whilst. Whilst? Whilst pleasuring yourself? Whilst pleasuring yourself. <laughs> we have to go. We got to get out of here. Feller says, I got to eat this name, semi-loaded. Name for a delivery-only noodle restaurant. Send nudes. Pretty mm, good. Not bad. I had to say it out loud, Lauren, but that that is very funny. Send nudes. Uh, it's either that or send a picture of your noodle dick, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas in Iowa, killing it. Yeah. Why aren't the 2020 candidates talking about brony capitalism? I don't get that yeah, at all. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know. Um... Adam Metropolis. Also very funny. A witch sexually dominating a warlock. Pagan pegging. <coughs> I would have gone with pegging. I would have put them together. But, you know, a witch sexually dominating warlock. That's better than gaping. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't think anything's worse than gaping, and yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't want to know what it is. Ben Vila writes, Venn diagram of ladles and boomerangs. Frisbee? Yes. In a word, yes. Jackson, Comedes Jackson, writes, Master dating, taking yourself to the movies, dinner alone. Yeah, that's great. If you can can feel good doing that, that works. I'm going to master date tonight. Yeah, I'm going on a master date. Forsberg, Forbesberg 500 writes, Canadian handshake. The other sticky zipper? Yeah, maybe, mm. right? What do we... <laughs> What's the Canadian handshake? <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I thought the... We've gotten to that point. We got to that point now in the show where we That's don't know their own phrases. We're going to give Lauren E. Feller another uh, at-bat. Cash would love to say, and I love her profile picture. So, hello, Lauren, all the way in Connecticut. Um, when greeting a royal married couple, her highness and his highness, would you refer to them as your highness? <laughs> <laughs> we got to step with that one. I like that one. That's a great one. Let's go eat. Let's let's eat this semi. Let's home run. Let's eat this semi sort of barely hardly loaded spud right now. 
Ba-da-ba-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-bo